O God of the living in whose image we have been formed with imperishable life as our destiny, dispel from your people the fear of death and awaken within us the faith that saves. Bid us rise from the death of sin to take our place in the new creation. We make this prayer through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in union with the Holy Spirit, God forever and ever. As we listen to this passage from the Book of Wisdom, we are reminded that God formed human beings to be imperishable. If we practice justice, we will live forever. A reading from the Book of Wisdom. God did not make death, and he does not delight in the death of the living. For he created all things so that they might exist. The generative forces of the world are wholesome, and there is no destructive poison in them. And the dominions of Hades is not on earth for righteousness is immoral. For God created man for incorruption and made him in the image of his own eternity. But through the devil's evil death entered the world, and those who belong to his kingdom experience it. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. In the second reading to the Christians in Corinth, St. Paul tells them, and us, that we should take Jesus as our model in generous self-giving. A reading from the second letter of St. Paul to the Corinthians. Brothers and sisters, now as you excel in everything in faith, in speech, in knowledge, in utmost eagerness, and in our love for you. So we want you to excel also in this generous undertaking. For you know the generous act of our Lord Jesus Christ, that though he was rich, yet for our sakes he became poor, so that by his poverty you might become rich. I do not mean that there should be relief for others and pressure on you, but it is a question of a fair balance between your present abundance and their need, so that their abundance may be for your need in order that you may be a fair balance. As it is written, the one who had much did not have too much, and the one who had little did not have too little. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. Glory to you, Lord. When Jesus had crossed again in the boat to the other side, a great crowd gathered around him. He was by the sea. 
Then one of the leaders of the synagogue, Jairus, came and when he saw Jesus, fell at his feet and begged him, My little daughter is at the point of death. Come and lay your hands on her so that she might be made well and live. So Jesus went with Jairus. A large crowd followed Jesus and pressed in on him. Now there was a woman who had suffered from a flow of blood for 12 years. She had endured much under many physicians, spent all that she had without benefit, and rather grew worse. She had heard about Jesus, came up behind him in the crowd, and touched his garment. If I but touch his garment, I will be healed. Immediately her flow of blood stopped, and she felt in her body that she had been healed of her scourge. Just as immediately Jesus, aware that the power had gone forth from him, turned about in the crowd. Who touched my clothes? You see the crowd pressing in on you. How can you ask who touched me? Jesus looked around to see who had done it. The woman, afraid and trembling, but knowing what had happened to her, came, fell before him, and told him the whole truth. Daughter, your faith has saved you. Go in peace and continue whole and free from your, free from your scourge. While he was still speaking, people came from the synagogue's leader's house to speak to Jairus. Your daughter is dead. Why trouble the teacher any further? Overhearing what they had said, Jesus spoke immediately to the leader of the synagogue. Fear is useless. What you need is trust. Jesus allowed no one to follow him except Peter, James, and John, the brother of James. When they came to the house of the leader of the synagogue, he saw a commotion, people weeping and wailing loudly. Entering the house, Jesus said to them, Why do you make a commotion and weep? The child has not died. She's asleep. They laughed at him. Then he put them all outside, took the child's father and mother and those who were with him, and went in where the child was. He took her by the hand and said to her, Talita, koum. This means, little girl, to you I say, arise. Immediately the girl got up and began to walk about. She was 12 years old. At this, they were overcome with amazement. Jesus strictly ordered them that no one should know this and told them to give the girl something to eat. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. The young woman was having a terrible day. And when the phone rang, she almost lost it. What could that be? She said hello, and the voice at the other end of the phone said, Hi, sweetheart. How you doing? The woman said, Oh, Mom, I'm having a terrible, terrible day. I can't get the baby to eat. 
I was going down the basement to, to do some laundry and I tripped on the step and I think I sprained my ankle. And then the washing machine broke. I can't get it to work. I wanted to go to Wegmans and get some stuff for dinner, but I, I, I can't go. I can't get there because of the ankle. And we're having guests for dinner tonight. What am I going to do? We, the house is a mess. I don't have food for our guests. What am I going to do? The woman at the other end of the line said, calm down. Don't you love it when people tell you, calm down, calm down. Sit down. Put your feet up. Close your eyes. Relax. I'll be over within the half hour. I'll stop at Wegmans on the way and I'll pick up some food for dinner. I'll take care of the baby. I'll cook dinner. I'll clean your house. And I know a repairman who I'm pretty sure I can get to come to your house this afternoon and fix the washing machine. Calm down. Relax. It's going to be okay. In fact, what I'll do, I'll, I'll call George at the office and tell him that he should come home early and help you out. And the young woman said, George? Who's George? <laughs> well, your husband. My husband's name is Frank. Wait a minute, is, is this 238 <laughs> Seven, four, six, three. And the woman said, No, this is two, three, eight, seven, four, six, four. Oh, I guess I dialed the wrong number. And there was a moment or two of silence, and the young woman said, I guess this means you're not coming over. <laughs> the love we have for our children, the love parents have for their kids, is the love that moves them and empowers them to do whatever they can to help, doesn't it? You'd do just about anything for your kids. The story that we heard from Mark's Gospel is a story about Jesus healing and saving those who were ill. The woman, the woman that encountered Jesus on the road, she was desperate. 
She had lived with this disease, this malady that led her to bleed. And her bleeding rendered her unclean, impure. She couldn't touch anybody. She couldn't be touched by anybody because she was unclean according to the law. She was alone, isolated by this disease. She had faith. She had heard about this Jesus and decided that if she could just touch the hem of his garment, she would be healed, she would be healed, she would be healed, and she reached out and touched the hem of his garment. And she was healed. Who touched me? I felt power go out of me. Who touched me? He wasn't about to chastise her. He wasn't about to, to call her out for having broken the law. Jesus is the God that Maureen introduced us to in the Book of Wisdom. Jesus is the presence of God who is always about life. She's healed. The bleeding stopped. Daughter, your faith has saved you. This woman who was isolated, alone, and outcast, Jesus calls her daughter. She's an outcast no more. She's a member of his family. In the story of Jairus, the synagogue leader, Jairus takes a big risk. As the woman in the story risks going through the crowd, Jairus, the synagogue leader, takes a risk because he's willing to go to this itinerant rabbi from Nazareth and ask for help. Jairus expresses faith in him in a desperate love for his daughter who was dying. Somehow it didn't matter what the law said. Somehow his status as the leader of the synagogue wasn't as important to him as the life of his little girl. When Jesus arrives at the house of Jairus, he goes into the room where she is and he reaches out and touches her. To touch a dead person would render 
him unclean. And that didn't matter to Jesus. He touched her, lifted her up. And he said, Talitha, koum, little girl, get up. If you remember Ziva from NCIS, Ziva left Washington and she went to Israel and she had a baby, a baby girl. And the baby's girl, baby girl's name was Tali, little girl. Tali Takoum, little girl, get up. You know, this story is one of my favorite stories in the Gospels. And I think one of the most powerful verses in the Gospel. When Jesus says, fear is useless, what you need is trust. That's life for us. That sets a direction for our lives and that moves the boundaries of life. Fear is useless. What you need is trust. We come to communion today. And we receive the life of Jesus, the life of the healer, the one who conquers death and gives life. And if we pay enough attention, we can hear his words echoing in our hearts. Fear is useless. What you need is trust. Thanks for listening to this week's service. To stay up to date on the latest news involving our parish, please visit our website at goodshepherd-sc.org.